0: Hello and welcome to Decisions That Matter, a public procurement podcast brought to you by Procurated. Procurement is complex, but finding the right supplier doesn't have to be. On Procurated, you can instantly access thousands of peer-reviewed suppliers in just a few seconds and get honest feedback from your peers around the country to help you make your next buying decision. We recently finished our Fall 2021 installment of the Procurement Trends Survey, and we'll likely bring on a few additional guests to discuss the results of the survey in the next few weeks. But I wanted to share the original results and point out a few interesting statistics that stood out to us. Welcome to the Decisions That Matter podcast, where we meet with leaders from across the procurement community to discuss innovative and strategic ideas. Because when it comes to procurement, every decision matters. So we just got the results back for the Winter 2021 Procurement Trends Survey that we deployed in February of 2021, and I am super excited to share some of the early results with you today. Um, to a little background on how we deployed the survey, in February of 2021, so just last month, our team reached out to procurement officials across uh, state and local governments Higher education, nonprofits, and ask them six or seven questions about what their future looks like, how the first quarter of the year has been wrapping up, and what they anticipate in the coming months. So, the audience is from all four corners of the United States, and we have fairly even representation from the Northeast, the South, uh, the Midwest, and West Coast. And uh, the respondents, about 75% of them, are from state and local government, roughly a quarter each coming from state level, county level, or city level or smaller another 15 percent or so coming from higher education in k-12 so what we're trying to look at is both what are the biggest trends coming up in the near future so that we know what people will be purchasing what kind of contracts they'll be looking to fill what kind of suppliers they'll likely be searching for on procurated but also we're trying to look at the change over time so we can understand how these trends are changing from one quarter to another, how February of 2021 looks different than February of 2020, what is the overall impact of the pandemic, are things switching closer to normal or moving farther away from normal? All these questions are things that we're trying to get at when we look at the survey, but a few clear statistics popped out when I took the initial pass through the numbers. So I wanna share with you today three really interesting trends. So the first big trend is an emphasis on digital technology, specifically the rise of the importance of e-procurement and an emphasis on cybersecurity. When we asked the question, what are the most important topics your organization is focused on over the next six months? The answer e-procurement rose from sixth place to second place going from September of last year to February of this year. That's a 23.9% increase in the percentage of people that responded with that answer, with a total of 44.8% of people saying e-procurement. I think the reasons for that are obvious. If you look back to last year, we had offices still debating whether or not they were going to come back in the fall, whether they'd be back in the office in August, September, October. That decision in a lot of places was made closer to the end of the year. So there's places that are going to be home either now through the summer or they're on a permanent work from home basis, or they have some type of hybrid system where they're in the office two days a week, out three days a week, rotating who's at the desk in the office, things like that. For all of those systems to work, the ability to move to an e-procurement and an e-bidding system from a more basic and rudimentary technology. It's something that for a lot of organizations was on their to-do list and on their eventual roadmap and it just became something that went from being a nice to have to being a must-have and went from being something that could get done in the next couple of years to being urgent. E-procurement was a big one and the other portion of that is cybersecurity. So when we asked people which goods and services are most important to you in response to COVID-19, remote work cybersecurity has taken an uptick this quarter compared to previous rounds. So cybersecurity wasn't ranked in the top seven in our previous survey and has jumped all the way up to number three with 37.3% of our respondents saying that remote work cybersecurity is a huge concern. And this gets right back to that same concept of in the early stages of the pandemic, making sure people had the right hardware, the right software, the right video chatting technology, just the very basics to be able to communicate from home and to keep business functioning as usual that was the primary concern and now it's all right we're set up we're in these semi-permanent roles here you're going to be working from your house the majority of the time how do we do that and make sure it's as secure as it was when we were in the office that is the kind of the mindset that people are, are going through right now. A second big trend that we saw come through the data this time around in two different questions was procurement leaders are less worried about funding than they were at the end of 2020. It doesn't mean it's not a concern. It doesn't mean that there aren't potentially gonna be budget shortfalls for a lot of people, but the percentages of people who that's one of their primary concerns drop significantly. So that was the number one concern in the survey that we did last fall In September, that concern has dropped from first to sixth among the top concerns. And when we surveyed a specific question about the budget shortfall of "Do you anticipate a budget shortfall within the next six months?", the number of people saying yes dropped to 37.3%, which is an 18.5% dip quarter over quarter. So that's a huge difference. That there's a lot of factors that go into that. A lot of government leaders. Have had time to actually readjust their budget, understand what they're going to be spending on, understand where they can gain savings. Governments now have some faith that they're going to be able to take advantage of either federal support or support from within their own state to help them meet some of the budget demands that they have on their plate. And on top of all of that, the chaotic crisis spending that was happening in the middle of 2020 has has really gone away. So the need to stockpile warehouses to purchase more than you potentially need to buy from suppliers that you don't necessarily trust, all of that has really, really disappeared. And to even out those budget concerns, we did see the... um, both the topic of savings and the topic of cooperative purchasing remaining in the top five issues so both of those together if you're looking at a budget shortfall emphasizing saving and and purchasing cooperatively can really help to bring those total numbers down so it was absolutely top of mind last year and it seems that many many governments have been able to get get a to wrangle some of those costs down and get a handle on what their plan is for 2021. The third big stat that jumped out to me was the answer to the question, how would you rate the performance of your existing pre-COVID suppliers during the COVID-19 pandemic? So in past surveys, these results were generally fairly good, with the full spectrum of, of possible answers being great, good, average, below average, or poor. In previous surveys, nobody answered poor, and the majority of our answers came in as good, which was the second highest answer. But what we saw in this round was a significant decrease in the number of people who answered average or below average. Together, those two combined for only about 20% of the respondents. And the answer of how pre-COVID suppliers did during the COVID-19 pandemic has risen from from just over 10% to over 25% this quarter. So. I think what that means is a lot of governments were able to rely on their pre-existing suppliers for things that maybe were a little bit outside of their wheelhouse, and we were able to treat them as true partners in time of need. And that commitment and that ability to work together and to communicate has really finally paid off. So you're seeing, when you, when you look at the answer to this question and you see 25% say that their pre-COVID suppliers are great and 54% say that they're good. Together, that's essentially 80% of people being satisfied with, with how they're suppliers have performed during COVID, which speaks to the commitment of those partnerships in both good times and bad. Well, those are three quick takeaways for y'all. Feel free to dive into the article that's attached in the show notes here to take a closer look at all of the responses and the data that we pulled from the survey. We'll also have some of our friends over from Government Sourcing Solutions to help us take a deeper dive into a lot of these results. And I also wanted to just say thank you to all the people who helped us in filling out this survey. This information sheds a lot of light on what's happening and purchasing circles across the country and is informative and helpful for a lot of leaders who are deciding where they should put their focus. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with a new guest. If you've been enjoying Decisions That Matter, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Decisions That Matter. This podcast is brought to you by Procurated, the leading supplier evaluation tool for procurement professionals across the U.S. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. See you again next time.